Welcome to Revelation Warning, a weekly podcast hosted by Pastor Robert Thibodeau as he interviews prophecy experts from around the world as we discuss current events in relation to Bible prophecy. All of this is to give the world a final Revelation Warning. Now, here is your host with this week's guest, Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Revelation Warning Podcast. We are so blessed that you're joining us here today. You know, there is no doubt we are living in the end times. We are in the pages that the Bible talked about will happen just before Jesus returns, which there is no doubt he is on the way. It is happening very soon. I wouldn't be, you know, in the cavalry, we used to have a, a, a phrase that when you're getting ready to move out, the command was given, mount up, you know, referring back to the horse and cavalry days, you know, but uh, you know, that's still used today because we get up on the tanks, get up on the PCs and prepare to move out. I believe that command has already been given in heaven. I mean, it's that close and helping us to understand more of current events as they relate to Bible prophecy is our good friend, Tom Don and Tom comes on every month or so, and he's just sharing so much insight into end times things that, that we see happening on the news every single night. But he's putting all these pieces together to in relation to Bible prophecy so we can understand there's no problems going on in the world. These are the birth pangs Jesus talked about. Amen. The birth is about to happen. And, you know, uh, a husband and wife who are preparing to have a baby, they don't worry about that. They're looking forward to the birth pangs because that means a birth is about to take place and they're so excited. Yeah, it's it's going to be bad there for a little bit, but on the other side is the great joy. And that's what we need to be looking at as we look at Bible prophecy being fulfilled right before our very eyes. It's going to get bad but it's going to get a whole lot better too. Hey, man, help me welcome the program, our good friend, Tom Don. And Tom, thank you for taking the time to join us again today. I appreciate it. Yes, sir, Bob. We always have a good, interesting conversation, and I look forward to this stuff. It's like we end one conversation, and then the next thing you know, I'm, I'm seeing something, and I go, oh, I got to make another scheduled appointment or interview. Amen. Amen. So true. So true. You know, And, and we're going to be talking today about how some uh, – some people have identified that global planners are initiating their plan to actually take over. I think the Bible calls that something like uh, the Antichrist is on his way. Something like that. I think I've heard that mentioned once or twice. But, uh, you know, that, and these are just amazing things that you've brought out. And, and I'm just going to turn it over to you because I know. We've been discussing before the recording even began, and we should be recording those conversations because they get intense. It's great. But Tom, tell us what the Lord is showing you and how it relates to what we see on the evening news. Well, I'll tell you, sometimes it gets a little scary because I'll tell you what I like my life. But seeing what's coming down the road, I'm thinking to myself, my life is going to change quite a bit. And that is already happening for people. Know where the circumstances are uh, affecting their lives financially and uh, morally and in other ways where uh, they're now being impacted very severely. Uh, I uh, have been uh, volunteering for the Greater Food Depository here in my area 
And we just gave a giveaway at uh, the college. And I, I volunteered because I need exercise. I'm an old guy. I need exercise. So I volunteered. And when I was there, um, there was one particular grandparent couple that were crying because they needed the food in raising their their grandkids. Mm-hmm. No. And so the thing is, is that uh, this is only going to increase as people are are running out of discretionary money. They're losing their jobs. And so uh, this is the downward trend, which is then eventually, I'm hoping, like you and I have conversations, that it's going to guide people into a relationship with Jesus Christ and build that strong foundation that they're yeah. going to need to survive through this time. No, and so, but well, then when it gets so so clear as, uh, as they say, you know, the nose on your face, it gets a little scary. Yeah. And so I was watching this um, YouTube just the other day on uh, Tim Pool podcast. And uh, uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene was on there and she's talking about national divorce, right? And so as I'm looking at this, you and I just talked about that the last mm, time. Yeah. Because the Lord had showed me about it in a dream, you know, that there was this uh, divorce was coming. And so uh, she just, we don't have a clue, right? She's talking about how there is this intense bitterness and anger and hatred back and forth as they're having discussions on the floor in Congress. And I'm thinking, this is sad and this is bad. Yeah. No. How are you supposed to have some kind of common ground when there's no common ground to have? Exactly. So that was that was something that hit me kind of hard. And that's why I had included that in there. Uh, But the one that had so much information was the the warning about uh, global planners show us what comes next. Yeah. That was pretty intense. It was, you get that was all a, these that was really interesting interview. All right. I mean, but video. Yeah. Amen. It's, so you get all these strategic pieces of information and he just brings it up one right after another, after another. And so he talks about the peak centralization, uh, giving a diagram and then the shifts to say, this is what's happening in, in society around the world. Yeah. And yeah. what's the big one right now? It's that the, the Dutch farmers, right? Mm. They changed the um, the rules. They changed the rules where they can't succeed. And then it's going to bring about the forfeiture of their farms and their livelihood. And this is why they realize if they don't win this, their lives are devastated. And it's throwing that country into chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and- he shows that this is a cycle and this cycle that we're getting ready. Well, we're actually, in my opinion, we're already in is social change. And I mean, that's what you hear right now. Everywhere is social change. Yes. There's no doubt about that, but there's three categories to that, you know, because I'll tell you when you see, when you're out in society, you, you can feel this, you can feel that, you know, and uh, you're, Pocketbook gets tightened, right? But he brought it down to the three points. And that the the planning is, is to have shortages. The shortages yeah. are fuel, food, you no, know, and unrest, social unrest and money. You know, so the thing, the thing here is, is that that is putting the squeeze on people. They say that if you want to control the, the, the people, control the food. If you want to control the nation, control the money. Yeah. And we're watching it unfold before our eyes. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And they're, and nobody's doing anything about it. They keep going to the government with their hand out. Give us more, do more for us. And, and the government, you know, 
they'll try and institute, okay, this will be a program that's going to help take care of this issue. But once they establish a government agency, it is never going to go away, ever. You've given them that power. You've given them that control, and they are not going to let it go. You know, well, you, you've never heard them say, you know, well, you know, uh, the Internal Revenue Service, you know, they fulfilled their role in, in getting us through the World War II debt. So we're just going to close that down now. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it don't happen. <laughs> it don't happen. What do they do? Yeah. They raise taxes. We need more of your money. <laughs> Whoa. Well, that is yeah. the thing that will uh how you and I got connected was when I had an interview with you about uh, my first book, Healing the Nation, where in 2006, the Lord had showed me what was going to happen if the Constitution fell. And it was devastating in my life. And, and I have worked to try to see this not happen. But the first thing was, is that we had lost our freedom to the elites. Now we're seeing it happen. We're watching it unfold before our eyes. Yep. And that is the scary part. If they can get this control, which I I believe the Lord is showing me that it's not going to happen. And we'll get into that a little bit later. Is that, but right now it looks like it's inevitable because they have the upper hand. Yeah. Yep. Amen. Amen. And, and, you know, we mentioned, you know, the food shortages and all that. I mean, we see that happening right now. You know, it started with baby formula. It actually started 2020. Remember all them bare shelves in 2020 and we haven't recovered from it. I mean, th- there's truckers protesting out in California right now because the governor out there has said these truckers have to be part of a union. Even though they're independently owned, the trucks are owned by the truckers. You know, they're independent contractors with their company. And the governor saying, no, 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 no. You got to be part of a union in order to get, gain access to the port of Oakland and all these other things. And, you know, they're protesting now. There's already a backup. <laughs> unloading supplies and now they're forming picket lines and the, the dock workers are like you know we, we we're not crossing the picket line so all these boats have all their cargoes out there and it's stacking up even worse than what it was in the pandemic so i mean that's the government trying to force you to do something well here's an interesting side effect that's personal and that is is that as i was shopping yesterday uh, I actually saw a, a pair of jeans that were in my size. Now, get this. I, I've been looking on and off for like the last year, you know, because I got strange configurations and, you know, on my body. And so uh, and I wasn't going to pass it by. I haven't seen them for like a year in this particular uh, manufacturer. Isn't that something we're so used to in times past? It was always there. Now there is shortages in different stuff here and there. And then in the grocery stores, no, um, you find that there is a stuff that is going, well, short supply in noodles. What is it about noodles that seems to be pasta, right? Pasta is always lean when I go shopping. No, wow. they do what we, we talked about before, fronting, where when they don't have yeah. the, the shocks fully stocked, they pull it to the front and it makes it look like it's fully stocked. No, and a lot of that is going on too. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. And, and as families come under more and more pressure, that makes them start to do more and more drastic things. Uh, you know, well, pretty soon, 
there's going to be fight that we had it during the pandemic, people fighting over stocks and, you know, in the grocery store and things like that. And we're starting to see more and more of that right now. I mean, you know, it's here in, on our local television station uh, for news. I mean, you have people fighting in the grocery aisles, you know, why did you take three steaks? I need one for my family, you know, type thing. I mean, come on. You know? Yeah. It's spilling over into other things. No, and that what comes down to it is that social uh, society is feeling the pressures and the people, you know, the peace of God that that we have um, helps me to be regulated because I know who's in control. Right. Yeah. But there are people that are, are living life out of control. Yeah. And so I went to a car show last night in my local area. And as I'm walking back to my car, somebody had done something. Uh, that upset this person behind them. And this woman leans out the, the window and is screaming as loud as she can, right? Mm. Because she did what? What, <laughs> what, what deserve, I, you know, what deserved that? And right. so we're starting to see it un, unfold now, you know, the, um, how would you say it? The social experiment that they are trying about this ESG thing uh, and saving the planet through, restricting certain emissions. So they decided to go organic in Sri Lanka. Well, that didn't work <laughs> out too well, did it? No. Yeah. So they restricted yeah. the, uh, it just can't be, you know, as I, you hear the term, this is too stupid to be stupid, right? Is that um, they restrict the farming by using this organic method and they only produce like a quarter of the food the following year. And now people are hungry. This is what happens when people get hungry and they're, they can't feed themselves or their families. This is when it really starts to fall apart. And this is what's going on in Sri Lanka. Yep. And, and, you know, there's a, a coming together, I guess you could say of what we would call the enemy States. Right. But they're coming together, forming their own coalition. And I think they call it bricks or something like that. And they're coming together and every one of them are the enemies of the United States, you know, and, and it used to be, you know, we had our allies, you know, England, Germany, France, and that was like, you know, yeah, as long as we're good, you know, we got Japan handling the East, you know, South Korea, but Germany, England, France, and the United States, we are it. We ain't it anymore. No, you seen that? Well, that's the scary part is because when when I look out my window, life is pretty normal. Right. But when you have uh, Saudi Arabia cancel the petrodollar as a means of, of buying and selling oil, then a reserve stirring currency is no longer on the oil and it's we, about we the talk, status we talked about uh russia and china doing the same thing a couple of years ago yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yeah and now that is actually coming to pass because they have just kind of you know how this works all right so they're not going to have the event day right the debut but they're going to talk about oh i think the debut is coming well that's because they already have a set in place right mm-hmm. So what is China and Russia saying? They are going to have their own reserve currency based on gold because they've been buying gold for the last couple of years and they got enough of it that they can do this. 
And so then that's another big hit for the U.S. dollar. Now, what's going to happen, right? What's going to happen is that uh, they're going to start to settle their accounts, and then we're going to have to take our dollars back. And we get flooded with dollars, and then that that hits our inflation. Yeah, yeah, amen. And like I said, we talked about that a couple of years ago, and and it wasn't happening at the time, or if it was, it was on a very low scale, and people, you know, the economy is going so good, people just ignored it. But right now, inflation is impacting everyone, and yeah. and here here we are. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's called prophecy coming true. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I will tell you. As on that note, the thing here is, is that for me, I feel uh, confident in the Lord, and I am so blessed that He shows me what's coming down the road, mm-hmm. right? And so when I see it happen, I'm not unnerved. I'm not concerned. I'm not scared. I don't like the idea of how it's going to affect people because that's hard. But if it brings them to Christ, and then, then that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. And so we're seeing this unravel. The the bricks, you know, our uh, brick nations are, are aligning. And so we are seeing the shift away from America. And what eventually will happen is that we'll still have strength, but not as the world leader anymore. Right. And then there will be an injection of time where um, leadership will be restored. But when that takes place, you, you can't undo like what they did in Sri Lanka. You can't undo that right away. People are going to be suffering for some time. Now, as we go continue down this road, there's going to be suffering that's going to take place. And I'm a, I'm a dad, you know, I don't want to see this happen for my kids or my grandkids or stuff. And that's where my heart is. Well, I don't want to see it happen for, for people. And that's why we know that God will provide and take care of us when we are in times of need. I have, There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to do that. But it continues to go down the road, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, it's like, how what was the saying that we used to joke around with? Uh, you know, they said, smile, it could be worse. So I smiled and it got worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure enough. It got worse. Right. I mean, even yes. New Zealand right now is going through this thing. Do you see where they're trying to ban cows? Because yeah. Of so to do yeah. that, they're raising taxes on the cattlemen. I mean, don't you think that that's a pretty easy one to see through? No. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a way of leveraging the uh, food, you know, yeah. the beef. Exactly. And so that they can move towards this control because people are going to want to eat and then they're going to be going to the government. They get their food and then, you know, then they're going to become compliant as far as, OK, you feed me. Uh, you can make new rules and regulations. And so it continues to spiral downward. But when they do become hungry. Uh, that, you know, I'm saying it's going to fall apart. Uh, and I'm hoping that we're not going to see this here at home, but we're seeing all this violence that is increasing. Just imagine what's going to happen when the, the food uh, shortage is happening. And yeah. so I try to, here's, oh, here's something that I just listened to before we started this uh, interview. And that is about um, gold and silver. There was a person in the United States here that made uh, a request for $50 million worth of silver and gold. And for only U.S. minted silver coins and gold coins. And uh, they bought all of the gold, uh, silver coins available. And then for the next month printing, they purchased it. No. And so the, the conversation is, well, why did they do that? 
is because they're putting their their paper dollars, fiat money, into something that is um, uh, solid because it's God money. Silver and gold is God money. And that's like a huge red flag. When they start doing that, that's a huge red flag that things are deteriorating. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, I was, I just seen uh, something on the internet yesterday that, you know, we talk about Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies and things like that. And Bitcoin had started to recover. And then a couple of days ago, it just took a nosedive and Elon Musk sold, or what was it? I want to say like $50 million worth of or maybe $250 million of Bitcoin. He sold oh, wow. like 75% of his Bitcoin holdings. And it just That's dropped. huge. It just dropped everything, you know, the price straight down. And all yeah. cryptocurrencies are basically tied to, to Bitcoin. So they just fell like a spike too, you know? Yeah. And, but why did he neutralize all that? Why, you know, you, 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 here's the richest guy in the world affecting almost every economy in the world when he does something drastic like that. He, he liquidated 75% of his holdings. That's it. Yes. Okay. That's another huge tell. It tells you, yeah, something's going on. He's moving that some money somewhere. It's not, he's not putting it in his pocket and walking around. He's moving that money somewhere. Yeah. Well, you, we re, uh, you had re, um, referenced 2008. Mm-hmm. No, in 2008, when we had that crash, uh, a lot of people lost their homes. They became underwater and they, they just literally walked away. Um, and in this recent uh, season that the Lord showed me that we're in again, uh, there's going to be homes that are, are going to be lost because people are, are financially in debt and they're not going to be able to recover because they lose their job or inflation gets them. No, And so now you have the elitists that have the money that are now taking it and putting it into hard assets somehow, you know, like BlackRock, BlackRock buying up. Um, single family homes all over the nation so that they can rent them out to have that yeah. income. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. And that's happening right now. It is. Yeah. And, yes. and I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Travis Spence, I think outlined the, the next housing bubble. Uh, if you want to call it that on a, on a, I've seen a video on YouTube, uh, you know, that discusses all this in addition to everything else we already discussed. But I mean, you even had some dreams where the Lord gave you that, you know, the housing was going to be swallowed up, right? Yes. And that's what, that was a benchmark. Now for the people that uh, didn't hear the dream uh, in our last broadcast, the thing was, um, is that it shows a, a segment of time, which I think could be 18, 15, 18, maybe 24 months. Of time in the in the first part of that, <clears throat> the first part of that is that the financial ground uh, starts to break up, and we're seeing that take place. Yeah. The second uh, tell or phase would be is that single family homes were being swallowed up. You no, know, they just sank into the ground, and we're starting to see that take place. But when that, I watched the video yesterday. One point seven million homes are in forbearance. No, which means is that they're behind in their payments. And so that is moving them towards foreclosure, which is a horrible thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so um, that is the next phase. And the third phase is, is that something happens, a huge shock takes place and we lose our electricity for a short period of time. And then things just fall apart. And I heard the, the voice of the Lord told me uh, time to separate yourself. 
which means is that go home and, you know, lay low. And so, um, so I don't think that that's going to be a very long time because I see a turnaround coming, but yet there's still going to be devastation and pain and people are going to be suffering. Amen. Yeah, that is so true. And really it's, it's easier for believers to see what's going on because the Holy Spirit dwells with us and he's going to show us like Jesus things to come. Right. Yeah. And you know, it doesn't do any good to sit at home, wring your hands. Whoa, what was me? What am I going to do when you have the God of the universe as your father? You know, I mean, it, is it impossible for God to reign? If God sent an angel out to pick up all of the pennies that are on the ground and just dump them into your front yard, <laughs> Would that help you out financially? Oh, heck yeah. You know, I mean, how many pennies are on the ground in the entire world, or at least in the United States? And, and an angel could pick them up probably in about 10 minutes. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. here you go. And they, you walk out, you're knee deep in pennies when you come out your door, right? Now you got to yeah. bag them all up and put them in the rolls. But it's going to take you a while. <laughs> they're not going to want to see you at the bank. <laughs> Not with all those pennies. Yeah. But the point being, you know, God can just say, do it. And suddenly your financial problems are over. Okay. But if you had all that money, you're going to draw attention to yourself. And a lot of other people who are without will be trying to, let's say, liquidate your assets for, from you, you know, well, to um, help you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take some of this off your hand at gunpoint. Exactly. You know. So, yes. But you know, the point I'm trying to make is believers have that hope inside of them, mm-hmm. where even yes. though it looks bad, we yes. just trust God will take care of us. You know. Well, then that plays into a uh, Joel and the uh, prophecy in Joel in two twenty eight, where it talks about um, mm-hmm. that people believers will have dreams and yep. they'll have visions. Yep. And then it'll uh, guide them and lead them in the ways that they're going. And sometimes that is a dream that's specifically for a person. I'll tell you what, when you have somebody that is in a divine appointment where you walk up to them because you have foreknowledge, you've seen it, and you say something to them, it's like a watershed. They just like burst, you know, and they th- then they realize, well, wait a minute, only this could have only happened by God's design. And then it starts to have the walls of the heart come down and they begin to believe and they they want to embrace this because it's helped them in their time of need. And so I'm hoping that that's going to increase, amen. Uh, amen. you know, in the near future. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We're speaking about outrageous things that governments around the world are doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what I, when I read this just a couple of days ago, did you see how California has now passed a law requiring anyone who has a water well, to report how many gallons of water they pump each month and then pay taxes on it to California for the water that they use, right? These are wells individuals have paid to have dug. These are wells individuals are paying the upkeep and maintenance fees on. And now they're required to keep records and self-report to the government authorities and pay taxes 
on what yeah. they're reporting to. I mean, yeah. the government isn't lifting a finger. They're just going to sit there and take in the money. But if they yeah. find out you're not paying your fair share, they're coming to put you in jail. Yeah. I mean, I, I hadn't heard. I hadn't heard that. But it goes back to what we talked about in times past, uh, just recently about Idaho, where they, they are grabbing yeah. the water rights of individuals. And here the, they're not grabbing the water rights, but they're grabbing uh, kind of like out of thin air finances to be able to support themselves because they're losing finances other ways because companies are moving out of the state. People exactly. are moving out of the state yeah, exactly. and they need to be able to finance themselves, you know, by this, this grab. Now I, this morning, again, I was watching about um, the Lake Powell, Lake Mead a catastrophe mm -hmm. that is going on out there and how people are examining where is the water going? And so that's what this morning's message was, is that uh, where is the waste happening? And they're trying to, to uh, curtail that because uh, Lake Mead is down to 25%. Lake Powell is down to 27% of what they call full pool. Mm. pool. And uh, they're starting to limit the water and there's no way to, to um, save it, so to speak. You know, they're almost to the point where they can't generate anymore. They figure within six to nine, maybe 12 months, they're not going to be able to generate. They're going to just have to stop. Mm. So it's critical. 40 million people depend upon the water from uh, Hoover Dam and going downstream. Wow. And there's hardly any water left to be able to, to share. And this is going to be a huge devastation. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And which brings us back to, as these things happen, more and more social unrest is going to take place. They're going to be demanding that the government do something, you know. And, you know, again, if somebody has water, they're going to go take the water because their family needs water. Yeah. You know? So if you have a well and they find out about it, you know, like I said, some people just be backing a, a water truck up and at gunpoint withdrawing water from your well. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, it, people are, you know, losing control and are starting to push back there. That's why there's, you know, all these, this unrest and protests, you know, like uh, you talk about the tractor protest in the Netherlands, you know, because they're restricting food production. And, you know, what is it? One, one guy went out and bought a tank or something. I mean, what? yeah, <laughs> they go through the blockades. Yeah. You no, know, so. Yeah. The government blockades. And I think this is the way that you just illustrated this. The point is, is that these things are happening to create chaos mm -hmm. so that the government can step in and then offer a plan. And ultimately, it'll be the Antichrist. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just looking this about a week ago and this person out in one of them Western states where water is lacking, his family's good to go. They don't have a well, right? They're relying on city water, which is very being very, you know, it's it's on now, but it might not be on tonight type thing. Um, yeah. And he's using <laughs> an ingenious method that really does, it works in the desert, I know, because my military training, we, you know, we did it. He's just gathering water from the air condensation and filling up I like a five gallon bucket or something like that. You know? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? See, that's a creative idea that you, yeah. you were talking about before. Yeah. Where the exactly. Lord gives you the creative idea to yep. solve a problem. Yep. 
and he's he's sharing this information on the internet and stuff and i i'm like i already know how to do that yeah <laughs> i don't need to i don't need, i need to pay him 37 dollars to know how to do it i know how to do it because the army taught me how to do it for survival yeah. you know and awesome. uh, just, yeah and you know so you know like i said as we said god will give believers wisdom and how to survive and and yes. that that thing you know i mean yeah, the world right now, the world system, put it like that, is falling apart. The world system is yes. failing. And only God's system is the one that will remain. And that, that sets the world up for the coming of Jesus. Amen? Yes. Because when the world it- falls apart, he's the only one left. A lot of people like, <laughs> or I was at a conference one time and, and uh, his minister said he was at a church, you know, it was a, a denominational type church, you know, and the budget was not doing so well. And, and, uh, he heard the pastor and the deacon talking out on the porch and, uh, the deacon's like, well, I, I guess, I guess we just have to pray. And the pastor's like, has it come to that? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Has it come to that where that's all that's left is we all we could do is pray? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. That comes back to Second Chronicles seven fourteen. Yeah. You know, amen. Amen. The neglecting of prayer causes a lot of different things. You know, yeah. and I've been reading through the uh, Old Testament prophets. I just finished up. What was it? Um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name right now. Hosea. Hosea, where it talks about um, adulterous nation, right? When you're adulterous nation, well, gee, we fall into that category right there. No, and it creates chaos because, you know, God is in control. Even if you don't think he's in control, he's in control. And so when you offend him or you go down a, a path that's not by his design, he just holds back, you know, and one of the things that the scripture says is that he will hold back the reins. Mm-hmm. No, and out west we're seeing that definitely. And then in St. Louis, they flooded yesterday. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. They had too much rain. They had too much. Mm. Yes. It is so bizarre. Yep. Amen. That is so true. And and that's what we see, you know, uh, a drought in one area, flooding in the other. Hot, hot, hot in one area, cold yeah. in the other. You know, yes. And, and it's, and of course, it's all because of global warming, so climate <laughs> oh, change. Please. Climate change—that's yeah. the reason yeah. for it all. You know? Yeah. yeah well, oh. yesterday was hot. Today is nice here, so that's climate change, yeah. and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so uh, getting back to the dreams and the visions that the Lord gives me, sometimes I get very concerned because, of course, they're not very nice dreams, and mm. and so I just had one just last week. And it was about a horrific storm. No, it was so thick, so powerful, and it was coming my way. And you know, don't you like to see a good storm coming sometimes? You know, with the yeah, lightning and yeah. the flashing. You yeah. know, so in in the dream, I'm out on my porch and I'm watching this, and it was cloud to cloud lightning, and so it was spectacular. And then it came to the point where it's so close, I thought, oh, okay, it's time to go inside now. <laughs> and then it didn't come any closer. So I went back outside and I was taking a look at it. And out in the plains was this really huge, wide uh, tornado, like a vortex, right? And it stood stationary. And it was just a powerful storm. But at the same time, up by me on the plateau, 
there was materials coming in for the purpose of shielding heat from the ground because like um, not like a hole had opened up and there was magma underneath it, right? So, but the large area, the magma was underneath the ground. It was only a small spot where uh, the it was exposed. And so they brought in these deflectors from the from somewhere to try to get it to where it didn't hit the outside areas, right? So um, I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, we got so much else going on right now. And so this is in addition to this cycle that we're in, where this storm, this huge devastating storm where wind and fire are affecting uh, lives and commerce and, yeah. you know, society. And so I think to myself, oh, we got those midterm elections coming up. No. And I, I imagine that's not I I'm afraid it could get ugly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yep. Amen. So did you did you see that assassination attempt of a, a congressman last week where a guy came up governor. on a stage when he was talking? Yeah, he was running was for it, oh, governor. Yeah, he was running, running for, governor. for governor. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah he was yes. a congressman, but he ran. He was running for governor. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And yeah. so that's the kind of stuff that you see, the intimidation, the, the fear um, where you can't speak without being concerned about stuff like this. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Amen. And, and, you know, this is happening in the United States. Everything we just talked about is yes. happening in the United States. I mean, we're not talking, you know, we mentioned Sri Lanka, we mentioned New Zealand, you know, and, and all that and China and Russia. I mean, just yesterday, China was doing this great, uh, uh, you know, well, I can't say humanitarian, but contribution to the national park system, they're going to offer to build a pagoda in the national uh, gardens, whatever it's called. There's some fancy name for it, but uh, they would say, you know, we'll, we'll pay for it. We'll just build it because we want to expose, you know, America to the beauty of Asia, things like this. Right. And, you know, they're, oh yeah, this is great. That's great. And the FBI is like, stop, you know, a pagoda is one of those things. It's like, you know, 70, 80 feet tall, right? And China said, you know, we'll ship all the materials, you know, and, you know, we'll send it to our diplomatic thing. Diplomatic pouches means, you know, you can't inspect it, you know, and <laughs> we'll build it in the middle of Washington, D.C. Oh, no. Right. And the FBI is like, wait, stop. No, <laughs> you know, you're not going to ship all this material in from China and put up a tower right in the middle of Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the outside, it's all pretty. On the inside, it'd be all this radio stuff. <laughs> Spying and all that. The FBI, the, the, the Biden's FBI said no. <laughs> you <know>? Well, <laughs> at least that, they were smart enough to do that. You know, yeah, that's kind of a surprise. You know, that's kind of a surprise. Well, he, yeah. we have mentioned in times past that we've lost our hedge of protection, God's hedge of protection. Yeah. We have um, spiritual warfare on all kinds of levels. Churches across the country are having what I uh, refer to as alignment issues, you know, uh, alignment issues or drift, they call it, because you have the mandate from God. And when you follow him, then um, things, you got his provisions. But when you slip outside of that mandate and you start to institute something else, you get out of alignment, and when you get that, then your hedge of protection starts to come down. And as that happens, then people are really impacted by the spiritual warfare, and then they have to make a decision. The decision is find our way back into the alignment, 
Or is it so severe I can't take this and I and I leave ministry altogether? I've seen this happen in recent yeah. years. And so we're seeing this happen in our churches. And so I think that's part of the thing is, is that the, the, the eyes and ears and the knowledge of seeing where God is moving has been lost. You know, um, keeping God in a box has really hurt us as a church, you know, as a, a Christian nation. And so uh, the need for that to come out again is very important. And here's an interesting thing is about how the spiritual realm works. This is, you've read my book. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I try to help people understand how the spiritual realm works. And so uh, there's a real need for that. There's a real need for having understand these dynamics in the spiritual realm that keep people on track. Yep. Amen. That is so true. And, and, Again, God speaks through dreams, visions of the night, you know, and he will reveal not just to his prophets, but he'll reveal to us steps we can take to help mitigate some of these circumstances. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is so, the only word that comes to mind right now is amazing. When God shows me something, it's like, why didn't I see that before? (laughs) (laughs) It's yeah. It's the veil. The veil yeah, over exactly. our minds need to be exactly. affected. Yep, exactly. It falls into a conversation I had yesterday uh, being a volunteer for Need Him Ministry, where people can go in and have conversations, chat about Jesus.com, uh, can get connected with a volunteer. A young man came in yesterday, and and he was kind of hard on the issue of, of God because he had had some serious losses in his life, and he was young. And so he was kind of like a bitter and, and try, I tried to work through that to get to the meat of it. And then I posted that Joel 228, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, then he kind of opened up and he said, well, that's why I came in today, because I had a dream this morning about the rapture. Oh, wow. Amen. And it prompted Amen. him to examine where he was yeah. at. Yeah. Amen. And that's not just, that's not isolated. People are having dreams around the world that is exactly. prompting them to move yep. towards God. Yep. Especially in the Muslim nations right now. You know, yes. almost all say Jesus appeared to me, you know, I and mean, why is Jesus appearing to Muslims? One reason is the Christians can't go over there and witness, you know, I mean, you know, they can, I mean, you can go out there, you can take your Bible, go out in, in the middle of uh, Tehran and stand on a street corner and preach the gospel, at least for 60 seconds. <laughs> and then yeah. nobody will overhear from you again, right? But yeah. uh, that's one advantage of evangelism radio, because we have listeners in Iran that oh. tune in, you know? And I mean, that's that's one advantage of the internet. It does reach where people can't go. And, you know, yeah. little remote, I had a contact uh, a couple of years ago from a little remote village in, uh, I want to say Sri Lanka and uh, up in the mountains. And, and the guy said, you know, they have one radio station up there that allows Christian programming 30 minutes once a week. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. rest of the time it's it's you know everything else they play but uh you know he said he loves being able to connect by the internet to our radio station you know but so here's this you know his, his village he the way he explained i think there's like you know maybe 50 people in his little you know village type thing right it's small but, 
you know, they, they pick up a radio station that's, you know, available to them in the mountain region up there where, but they only 30 minutes of Christian programming one time a month or one time a week, you know, and, uh, but he listens to the radio station every day. Yes. So, you know, yes. that's the advantage of the internet, you know? Yes. And that's why God allowed Al Gore to invent the internet. I see. So grateful to him too. I'm telling you. Yeah. Man, oh man. But, well, I think that's part of the thing about Need Him Ministries is that it enables us to have conversations with people around the world. Uh, I've had a Tobago in the Caribbean, no, um, Madagascar off the coast of uh, Africa. You know, like you said, these isolated places. And so um, it's a little bit harder when I get into like, uh, um, the European nations, they're mm-hmm. a little harder to reach with the gospel mm-hmm. because they have a mindset that is strong and against it. They yeah. like um, atheism or agnostics. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's kind of hard to persuade them spiritually. But yet this is the tool that we're given. And I'm grateful for it. Amen. Amen. Well, Tom, this has been so interesting. And as usual, you've given us a lot to think about concerning what's happening right now, how it aligns with Bible prophecy. As you've indicated, people need to have a relationship with Jesus now more than ever before. If what we shared today has sparked someone to realize they need that kind of relationship and they're wondering what to do next, can you lead them in a prayer that will bring them into that relationship? What an honor. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's pray. Dear Father God, I thank you for your son Jesus and the work that he did on the cross. By shedding his blood, he paid the price for the sins of humanity and extended to us as a gift. I want to tell you, Father, I am a sinner and I am in need of Jesus' gift. I'm sorry for the pain my sins have caused you. Please forgive me. Now I invite you, Jesus, to come into my heart and come into my soul. And I want to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Folks, as we've stated over and over, Jesus is about to return. There is no doubt. I mean, we discussed, you know, this 250-year cycle. In fact, as Tom shared, we're actually hitting in 2023 a convergence of three different cultural, economic, and globalization cycles. I mean, this spells out trouble that is just lying six months in advance. I mean, it, it is about to hit. And with all these things happening, we need to be prepared physically as well as spiritually. And we can only do that by remaining focused on Jesus, period, end of story. And Tom, that's the end of today's broadcast as well, my friend. <laughs> if anyone wanted to get in touch with you and receive more information, how can they do that? You can reach me at my email address, which is healingthenation1776 at gmail.com. Amen. And what about your free books? Are they still available? They can go to, yes, the answer is yes. They can go to zoehealingcenter.com. And in the book tab, uh, I have three books that are in PDF, as well as there are at least three or four other free books. And they are all um, wonderful and growing spiritually. Amen. And they are great. Amen. I've read them. So I appreciate you coming on the program again today, Tom, and, and just updating us on Things the Holy Spirit's showing you about the day and time in which we live. Thank you very much, Pastor. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. Tom, Don, and myself, Pastor Bob, reminding you, be blessed in all that you do.
You have been listening to Revelation Warning with Pastor Robert Thibodeau and his guest expert on Bible prophecy as it relates to current events. This podcast is not designed to invoke fear, but concern. Help us to make everyone aware that the soon return of Jesus is close at hand by clicking the like, subscribe, and then share buttons below. Share this episode with your loved ones, friends, and co-workers. For more information on our ministry, please visit podcasterforchrist.com. And be sure to come back next week for another episode of Revelation Warning.